Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, stuff and junk. Hello, my name is Albert. And my name is Ruthie. Hey, Tommy. So I finally watched the Friends The Reunion. You know. <laughs> yeah, All right. yeah and, All and, right. and, and and as a guy who was who's a huge fan of Friends, this is exactly what I wanted, actually. I didn't know what to mm-hmm. expect from it. Mm-hmm. I mean I watched it days after it premiered, but but okay. it it's 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 really good. I mean it's it's really made for the fans, you know. I don't think it's meant mm-hmm. to like convince yeah. the non believers, but but for the fans, it was it was really good. It was a good it was a good um, trip down memory lane. Yes. And like, I was like crying and laughing and crying and laughing. It was mm-hmm. like some of the, like, it was still relatable even to this day. Agreed. Agreed. Like, and um, all, their, all their shows still aged well. I think that's why for a while when, when the reunion came out, I was wondering like, how are all these younger kids like so into Friends now? Like they're all watching it and they're all going crazy about Friends. And I'm like, that's our thing. Like, why are you guys like all over Friends? It's on Netflix. Back off. Like, how... It was on Netflix. Yeah, I know. It's on Netflix and they're all watching it. And I'm like, how do you guys even relate? You, get... you don't even remember Landlines. And I get mm-hmm. it because like it's still so relatable even like it, it aged well. Well, I mean, it's like how they explain in the show. I mean, this this TV, this sitcom is pretty much about when your friends was your family. Like it's pretty much like mm-hmm. that, 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 that era of your life in high school where you were hanging out with your friends the most is that era of college mm-hmm. where you were hanging out with your friends the most is the era when you had like an apartment or a dorm with nothing but your friends kind of thing it mm-hmm. is an era that, that it kind of like captures where you were think, still single no no friend no kids no you know or even if you were in relationships like still dating things like that correct yeah, totally yeah it agree. really captures that it also captures the the, the, the the dynamics between friends i thought really well you know, they're always mm-hmm. like poking fun at each other and all that. And they, they do like really idiosyncratic stuff that only U.S. friends would understand kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I really think the show captures that really well. I mean, it's not for everybody. I'm not, I'm not saying that you have to love friends. I'm just saying that the reason why we love friends is because for those exact reasons, well, right? Well, Does it also capture that yeah. moment in time? When inclusivity and diversity is not a big, big issue and stuff like that, stop, where it stop. can be like six six white guys, white um, white white girls. I mean, it's not uncommon. That, as a, as a, did it capture that too? It's not uncommon. <laughs> it, it's not uncommon. You know, I gotta say this though. Friends, people keep pointing that out about friends, even though they had like like a minority characters that show up and are oh, actually like regular oh, guest stars or whatever yeah. in, mm-hmm. in, yeah. in Friends. Other shows have nothing but white people too. You know, yeah, Seinfeld. Exactly. Seinfeld is one, four white it, people. Seinfeld is four white people. That okay? sounds like a lot mm-hmm. of what? If, what about this? What about that? Everyone else is bad no, what, what, what I'm saying is that 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 whenever people complain about Friends, they always point that out. But a lot of shows in the '90s were doing the exact same thing, and Friends always gets picked on but for that for some yeah. reason. Also, it's kind of hypocritical. Like when you're a group of friends, like let's be honest, more often than not, how how many friends do we have that are well, I don't know. I have a pretty <laughs> like when you have a tight knit group of friends. Mm-hmm. How how much more often? I'm not saying everybody. Do you tend? Do people tend to have like friends who are of the same background? Very high. I, I in high school very, in very college. High. high school and college. Asians, 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 Asians. Wow, these people are horrible. I had, I had for a, me. It was I, like Asians and and Hispanics because like Filipinos were in that like weird middle where Asian where Asians sure. were Hispanic where Asians are were yeah. Hispanic like so I had like that middle ground and even 
even now, but even now, like my closest, closest friends, and it's not by default. It's just it's so happened that they're Filipino too. Right. And for my part, I am the one who is uh, friends with everybody. Ah, uh, my my group of friends just a, a multicolor. It's a rainbow. It's a well, united. Well, put, put, put it put it this way: they they, they are close friends. They are Ugh. friends extended, and they're acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Friend yeah. friends extended fr- acquaintances multi multicultural. Yeah, like white people, black people, Asian people, mm-hmm. Hispanic people, whatever. But as my as far as my close knit friends. They're all Asian. They all happen yeah. to be all Asian. Okay. Here, here's my whole thing. Uh, just going back to just going back to the show and stuff. Just trying to steer us back in the direction. I do believe all that Christmas is absolutely valid and stuff. Like that. It, whatever. Sure. I mean, these people are worth millions of dollars. All the people that are in front of the camera, behind the cameras, they can take Christmas. That's that's fine. I'm not that big a deal. I think all that stuff is very very valid. They should be hammered for the fact that there was not a, a very inclusive cast and stuff. Sure. Like that. Even you mentioned that there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a couple of minority characters, but they, they but it's a big difference between one or two like token kind of minority characters. Versus like a main character, and none none of the boyfriends were were of color, right? You know yeah, what they mean? were. That's all. That's a, that's a different thing. You know what I mean? So they, they were. were. I'm saying they were. <laughs> were there? Yeah. Uh, they were. Ross, Ross Ross was people was, of was, different nationalities. Different. I just uh, I just Ross, said none of the none Aisha of the Tyler. Aisha Tyler was like a regular in that show. Patrick. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. The but you're, of you're, Ross. you're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm saying none of the boyfriends to the women of the cast. None. They were, were personal colors, right? I don't remember. I'm sure uh, there were. No, they weren't. I'm 100 percent sure like they weren't. Not like a long term boyfriend, but I'm pretty sure there were. There was that one Italian guy. Well, <laughs> once a, once again, once again, <laughs> while it a is a lot of. I feel jamming, like there's jamming. a lot of, well, like of self owns here, man. Jamming, once the, again, the once again, jamming, guy. jamming, once again. While <laughs> it is fair to criticize friends for not being multicultural, whatever, that criticism should also apply to so many other shows. Of course, yeah, that's era. what I'm saying. Yeah, all and, that should be, everybody should be, that whole, that whole 90s should be called criticism. I'm not saying that. Oh, think, yeah. But, but we think we're talking about this specific show right now, though. No, no, but, but you but know what I mean? Compared to right? other we're shows, about this specific show. compared to other shows, everybody always points it out with friends. That's what I'm saying. If, it's true. What, How often do you hear people talking about other shows and saying, the "Oh, they don't have multicultural cast." But I'm just saying that's the price of being king, right? That's the that's the price of being the most popular show, right? Yeah, is, is more popular than Friends. Come on. No, not, they should be. And when they have their reunion, they they should get hammered. They're not going to have a reunion. Come on. Well, that's because the <laughs> one guy said the N word. You know what I mean? Just, but yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, like I said, like I said, I am I, like I've said this before. Friends that first season is fantastic. It's most some of the most clever, most brilliant jokes I've actually ever seen. That mm-hmm. first season is brilliant. Everything else is just fine. All the rest of the season is just fine. And as far as the reunion, it's I mean, it'd be different if the if it didn't come out of a pandemic. In that pandemic, we had a bunch of people getting back together on Zoom and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So that's mm-hmm. why I think it, it just hits a little bit different now. That's at the end of the, at, at the end of a pandemic. After you've seen all these people getting back, I saw the the cast of like ER get back together recently with, with George Clooney. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They had they had Community get back together with D- Donald Glover. Correct. That to me is like more interesting and more more. Uh, you know, and the other thing about uh, Friends, even though even if, if you you know, put aside the 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 racial stuff, the inclusivity stuff, that's put that aside. The, actually, the actual cast members, the six people, to be honest, they're not very interesting as far as actual people. I'm not saying they're bad people or anything like that, but I think about the characters or the well, actors. I think it's more the dynamic. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, 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 hold on, hold on, Ruthie. I want, I want Javi to clarify this. <laughs> Are you talking about the actors or the characters? The actors. Yeah, the actors. As far as singing together, oh, uh, being interviewed—that's that's irrelevant to me. For for most most of these TV shows, who the actors are are usually just irrelevant to me. But the characters on Friends are classic. They're iconic to me. 
you know, they are quote unquote my friends as well as I grew up watching them <laughs> in TV. Because you kind of got to know who they were. Correct. What their lives were Correct. for the last 10 well, years. Once again, I, I'm not saying if you don't like friends or if you just barely like friends, I'm completely okay with it. Okay. But I fall in the camp that actually loves the show. But if you don't like it, that's fine. Yeah, but fine. but everybody it. seems so, so adamant of trying to convince you you're wrong for liking the show. And that I take offense to. You know, so so the point is that while I watched the Friends reunion, I thought it was great, especially as a fan, thought it was fantastic. And honestly, I, I actually kind of want to watch the whole series again. You know, just relieve the past. Yeah, same. <laughs> I, I've only seen those episodes once, short of like the occasional reruns that will run in the background. I've only seen those episodes like when I first aired. And I, I think re- I, I think I rewatched the entire first season before on DVD. Yeah, so you done more than every, I did. You done more than it, I did. I've never done even, that. Even the rest, yeah, the rest were just one throughs though when they when they first aired. I think if you go back and we watch, especially like the first season, first season, I remember it's just being very, very sharp, very brilliant, and something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and and if you are and as fans of Friends and who haven't dipped into HBO Max to watch this reunion, watch it. There are actually some reveals yeah. that I would not spoil that was revealed in the reunion that kind of blew my mind. So, so there's that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, I think the fact I that that monkey's still alive, right? Did they mention that part? The monkey's, the still, monkey's alive? still alive. The monkey's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> no, they didn't mention that. They mentioned the monkey, but they didn't mention he was still alive. They mentioned the monkey. I, I think yeah. if you Google it, the monkey's still alive. Okay. So I'll, those I'll have things to go for like it. 30, 40 years. Yes. But anyways, Friends reunion. You know, I loved it. Short review, but I loved it. It was fantastic. Same thing. And, and plus, it also Watch had. It, it also had my. They also highlighted my 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 very very favorite moment of the. Of of the show, and I'll I'll just spoil it by saying one word, pivot. I was cracking <laughs> up so pivot. much. That, that's the most I've laughed that, all year. Was rewatching that scene when they showed it <laughs> on the reunion. I love that scene. I rewind. I rewinded. I rewinded that part like so many times. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yes. Anyways. Anyways, let's move on to the show, to our show. <laughs> It's the four hundred. It's the four hundred and forty fifth episode of the show, and as we're recording, it's currently. Oh, I didn't. I didn't update this. Okay, it's currently nine <laughs> nine fifty p.m. Uh, June first, twenty twenty. Oh, yeah, in New York, New York, where Friends takes place, <laughs> and, and it's time to take a look and see what's up. Or in actuality, how are you, su- how are you surprised by this? You made you made the notes. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, the, what's happening? The, 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 the thing is supposed to like tie in with the actual actual story. Like the first one is about Argentina, and I didn't put Argentina in it, did I? But anyway, real professional. Anyway, so um, <laughs> a, a news report about about a certain death, like like the William Shakespeare. Right, William Shakespeare is the guy who was the first man to receive the Pfizer vaccine. Right, he was really huh? old. His name is William Shakespeare. His name is William Bill Shakespeare. Right, and he <laughs> was. I thought you were actually talking about the William Shakespeare from like six hundred. So what the hell is going on here? Well, put it put it this way. So so he's eighty one years old, and he died in England earlier uh, of the week. Right, and there there's this I news report. And there's this okay. news report that 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 that, that says this. And this is translated, I'm pretty sure, because I think I think it's not in. Yeah, I think it's Argentina. The news report says this. We've got news that has stunned all of us given the greatness of this man. We're talking about William Shakespeare and his death. We'll let you, we'll let you know how and why it happened. And then it goes to say um, that the 26-year-old presenter, uh, Noelia Novillo, announced that one of the most important writers in the English language, for me, the master, had died. What the hell is going on here? So your little joke about William Shakespeare... Yeah. Apparently, went over this person's head because she actually thought it was 
William Shakespeare, the, the writer who just recently died. So if I if, so <laughs> if I'm understanding the story correctly, William Shakespeare, the one that got the first visor vaccine from all that long, all that months ago, mm-hmm. recently died at 81. It, uh, it made the news in Argentina, and the person in Argentina mm-hmm. literally thought William Shakespeare, the writer from the 1600 or 1600 correct just di- just recently died just literally died yeah uh the bard by the way i mean i wouldn't be shocked yeah. some some people still think that certain yeah. historical figures that from like four or five hundred years ago only existed like within this past century I, are you sure this isn't like a, the the uh, uh satirical news outlet from argentina like the, their version of the onion because they gotta be having laughed i mean if that's the case no, then i'm pretty sure some people find it real <laughs> I mean, if that's yeah, the case, it, sure, but but no, no, no but the thing is, they're not reading them. that from. But they're not reading that from the news from in England. They're, you know what I'm saying? They're, I'm sure nobody, no, no outlet. There, in England. there are there are people who think people who existed 600 years ago that they only existed in the past hundred years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. if somebody who didn't know when Shakespeare actually existed, like what year? Yeah, saw but, his name or what they thought that his name is. No, yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't like that kind of vibe because that kind of insinuates people outside of the Western Hemisphere out is like kind of like kind of dumb. They don't know what's going on, stuff like that. There's dumb people it, everywhere. I know, but cute, but still, it's kind of they they, they can make they couldn't have conflated these two things. I think it's it's got to be a some sort of loss in translation, stuff like that. Shrug. <laughs> Articles from the mm-hmm. BBC because they'll, be, they'll be wild. If, I'm actually more curious. What did he, what did the uh, Shakespeare die of? Was it was it COVID? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> no, I think I think he died of old age because I mean he was really old. At eighty one, yeah. poor, poor poor bastard. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it was like the article was more focused on the fact that she said, you know, that it was the writer who died, not not the guy. So I think it's a, I think I think that somebody's having a laugh. Right? Yeah. Speaking right. speaking of having a laugh, because mm-hmm. <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> The Tokyo Olympics. You're right there, Ken. The Tokyo Olympics apparently is still happening. I, I, I guess. I guess. Wink, 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 wink. You know that. You know. You know that picture of uh, from WandaVision? <laughs> of uh, what do you call? It? Uh, oh, what's that? What's that sorcerer's name? You know the. You know the picture they use. The the picture they use of her blinking and stuff, winking at, winking at you. That, what I'm saying is, the, the Olympics are not going to happen, right? Uh, I think it's going to happen actually. In two months, they can get it together in two it's months. It's going to happen. All right. If you say How so. are Tokyo numbers? Like not in good. terms of COVID. Not good. Not good, right? Hmm. Yeah. I mean the the mounting protests in Tokyo for them to not have the games. Like the people there don't even want don't even want, don't even want the games. Yeah. yeah. Too soon. Too soon. Especially I mean, if you can you imagine people traveling from India to Japan and stuff like that right now? Do you know the uproar that they'll have? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I'm sorry, I yeah. I, inter- I interrupted uh, Albert. Okay, so so it's <laughs> well, well. Well, when you guys were talking, I was I was actually reading the article that I'm actually gonna. <laughs> oh, so I was actually buying you time. <laughs> that was buying me time. Was, uh, very Thanks. good. Right. Very good. But 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 anyways, so so I'm not sure if you guys know this the, the rumor or the stories, whatever. But but in in uh, in Olympic Village, you know, all the athletes are just like screwing each other. Essentially, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's pretty much like it's an open yeah. secret. Normal. A bunch mm-hmm. of young, strong guys, you know, and young, strong yeah. girls all together. There's been, uh, there's been, no, there's always been reports where they had to ship in like extra condoms into the like athlete village and stuff like that. In yes. the yeah. And, and that, that is the lead we have here. <laughs> since, since, 
you know, a pandemic is around, COVID is around, whatnot. Uh, they're trying to encourage them. You know what? Don't have sex in the Olympic Village. Have sex at home. Go have sex at home. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you know, we till you get home before you have sex. So they want them to fly out of Japan, go back to their home country, have sex, and then go back and, and participate? That seems like a lot of work. They're, they're just saying, <laughs> be patient. Wait oh, wait a month. Home. Oh, wait a month. I got, I got you. I got yeah. you. Yeah, and, and you know they're they're going. They are still going to give them condoms at Olympic yeah. Village, I guess, just in case. You know, you know what they should. You know what they should give. You know what they should give them. Vaccines. They should try to do that. And just penicillin shots. Is it not a requirement for them to compete in the Olympics with uh, Honestly, vaccinated? I have no idea. I have no idea either, I'm, actually. I have no idea. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. But anyways, I'm uh, pretty sure they are. Uh, four Japanese manufacturers will be supplying competitors with a total of, guess how much condoms? 10,000. Rudy? 15,000. Okay, I'll give you guys a second, second guess. Higher. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. 50,000. 50, oh, damn it. Oh, 160,000 <laughs> condoms. That's a lot of condoms there. Holy a lot of condoms. How wow. are they, how are they wow. passing out this many? How many athletes many... are there? Not that much. How, <laughs> which, 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 which begs the mind, are they, are they trying to, to promote them having sex? Or, or are they going back to the home? No, no, no. I wait. Don't... Wait till you get home. <laughs> I'm with, I'm, with, I'm with Albert on this one. 100,000 condoms sounds like a challenge to me. Yes! You know I mean? Yes! These are, some, these are some of the most competitive people in the world, right? First of all, now, I want to know how many athletes are, are are participating in the 2021 Olympics. And I'm pretty sure it's not 160,000. I mean, come on. I'm sure I mean, done if there are 150... How long are they there for? Two and a half weeks? Something Two like weeks? that. Let's say, let's say a month. Let's say a month. Yeah, because I think they have to get in there early to quarantine. 50 percent men, fifty percent women. So only fifty percent of one hundred and sixty thousand condoms. How many countries? How many countries? How many countries? Probably around two hundred, like close to one hundred something, like close to two hundred. Okay, let's say let's say two hundred. Now divide one hundred and sixty thousand by two hundred. I mean, <laughs> right? I mean, it's still a, a pre, It's a pretty a, a high number yeah. for for. And also, don't forget about the the lesbian women don't need condoms and stuff like that. So you can take those out and stuff like that. <laughs> okay, take, take out the ones Unless that aren't also participating. Out female condoms. Huh? Oh, that's true. That, 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 that doesn't uh-huh. exist. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of math. They they did they they, they they actually did. Uh, they were criticized for this, and then they had a quote. The quote says here: "Our intent and goal is not for athletes to use the condoms at the Olympic Village, but to help." With awareness by taking them back to their own countries. Yeah. <laughs> it's a to-go bag, guys. It's a to-go. <laughs> you take it and you go home. That's all it is. It's all right. It's is, all right. is, is that it's why fine. the Olympics logo is a bunch of circles? Uh, <laughs> yeah, aim for it, man. You got to work it. You got to pick one. Is it going to be in colors, too? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? <laughs> Honestly, I don't think they'll... This is a little bit off topic. I don't think it's happening, right? I don't think the Olympics are happening, you know? Okay. Well, was that one of our predictions? Happening. Whether it they was happening, up, they won't. They won't end up using it, or they won't yeah. end up. No, I don't think it's going to happen. Happen at all? I don't think it's going to happen. It, it was that one of our predictions? Whether it was happening I, or not? I know somebody predicted something regarding it. But I don't remember the details. I, I said it wasn't going to happen. Mm, I, I think you might be right. I don't I, think it's. Gonna I don't remember what I said, but, but okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, speaking of vaccination, kind of thing, a concert promoter in Florida came up with a creative way to encourage his community to get vaccinated by offering. Eighteen dollar discounted tickets to an upcoming show. 
Now, for those who have for those who have been vaccinated, and the, those who have not been vaccinated are going to be charged nine hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents per ticket, a thousand bucks per ticket if you're not vaccinated. Yes. Whoa. Seems fair. Shrug. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. The yeah. concert is set to take the place. The vaccine on... is literally free, so like, why not? <laughs> yeah. It's uh, a private. It's a private business, right? He can set the terms from you know, if, unless you're discriminating against uh, sex or race and stuff like that. He can set whatever terms he wants. You know, he's a, mm-hmm. he's a private business, right? Correct. It's correct. like the no shirt, no service. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it is know. an option. But the problem, the problem, though, is that they're not really going to check. I think this is just like still uh, an honor system. I mean. Yeah, that's fine. So there's like 250 discounted tickets. Well, quote, unquote, discounted. $18 regular, I guess. Yeah. And then there's supposedly I'm, only like uh, four. Four of the $1,000 tickets. Yeah. And also. I mean, the thing is, he can work out the details himself, <laughs> whatever it is. But I, I don't remember. I, I don't have no problem with the, the general idea of offering two different prices: one for vaccinated, not for, and one for not vaccinated. You know, and also the thing is, he's not. It's not like he's discriminating again, not based on gender or sex or race and stuff. Like that. And also, he's not like not selling it to people. If if, if a person who's not vaccinated complains, he says he can, he can just say, "I'm not, I'm not, not selling it to you." You know what I mean? Correct. There's nothing preventing mm-hmm. you from, from buying tickets. Yeah. You know I mean? and, so. and and they also do say that if you are one of those non-vaxxers who buys a thousand dollar ticket, when you go into the venue, nobody's gonna know. There's there's not gonna be like yeah. like a sign saying he's the thousand dollar ticket guy. You know, they're not. Yeah. There isn't anything gonna be like that. That's what they said. Oh, you're not gonna wear like a Star David. <laughs> Star David. <laughs> I guess if it, it, it comes down to like okay, nobody's gonna know, but you yeah. paid you paid a thousand dollars for a ticket instead of. You no, know, what's funny is you know the NBA just playoffs are right now. You want to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. You know the, the NBA playoffs are right now, right? And then you know there there are there are vaccinated, non vaccinated sections and stuff like that. I've heard like, mm-hmm. but some people have got have are vaccinated and they go to a non vaccinated section only because there's more room there. Oh. You know I, mean? <laughs> I thought that's kind of funny. That is kind of funny. Yeah, uh, that's that's a that's a pretty good sign though. That's a pretty good sign. Yes, people get vaccinated. Yeah, uh, let's. But see. bottom line is, just get vaccinated, people. Stop it. Just get vaccinated, or I guess pay a thousand dollars per ticket to a concert. I guess if you ball them like that, good for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of signs, and in this case, it's a bad sign. Woman discovers sets of rules her boyfriend's mom makes for anyone dating her son, which she posted on social media. Now, maybe she posted it on social media so her son's girlfriend could actually see it. Uh, So this is what she wrote down. Okay, rules for dating my son. Number one, he is not your ATM. Number two, if you you show up to my house looking like a stripper, I will make you go away. Number three, if I see any sex on his phone, I will make you go away. Oh, my God. Number four. How old is her son? Uh, 50. Does this article mention how old her son is? It's, the son is 52 years old. It's incredible. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't say. Doesn't say that. Doesn't say the age. But uh, yeah. Anyways. It's a bit of a tangent, but did you guys ever see the movie Psycho uh, with the character Norma Bates? <laughs> yes. Yes. I think we're all familiar with Psycho. Yeah. You know, and then here's like, uh, and then he goes on number four. Understand that if I don't like you, I will make you go away. Number five. Understand that I can make you go away. There's a there's a certain pattern to this. Number Wait, six. Is she threatening somebody? Well, hold on. No, I'm, right? I'm not quite there yet. Number six. He's a mama's boy. Unless you have a ring on your finger, your opinion of that does not matter. Um. Wow. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you for letting me know he's a mama's boy. Bye. <laughs> you yeah. said bad sign, right? 
Uh, number seven, you are not in charge of him and it is, not, it is not up to you to change him. Take him for what he is or see rule number five, which is understand that I can make you go away. All right. oh my God. Number eight, he is a gentleman. I taught him that. You better act like a lady and deserve it. Sure. <laughs> number nine. <laughs> not number nine. Now here, answer, this, this answers John Ming's question. Number nine, I know how to avoid jail. Wait, what? <laughs> What's going on? Wow. Right? Boy's not worth it. And, and number 10, if you weasel your way past all of these rules and fake your way to a ring on your finger, I will be something much worse than your boyfriend's mom. I'll be your mother-in-law. Wow. What the hell is going on here? Wow. Do they come from money? Because like she, she's stealing herself too much. Wow. Like, is her son some kind of like extra, that much of a catch? That she has to be that sorely protective of him. Because if he is a gentleman, that doesn't sound like a gentleman. He sounds like a pussy. And who's afraid of his mom. And that's the only reason why he's going to be a gentleman or something like it. But if he has no spine and he needs his mother to warn or to to protect him from the women that he dates, then obviously she didn't raise him right. Mm -hmm. Did he he have a reply to this? I I did not click on the TikToks about this. I'm just reading the article. For all I know, her mom just pointed it, uh, posted it as a gaff. You know, for what I can tell from the article, she hasn't dumped the guy yet, or she has. Doesn't mention it. It's one of those posts that just doesn't mention stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it might be a gaff. It might be a goof too. It's, it's, a, it's a clickbait. Yeah, it probably is a clickbait. But either way, it's yeah. kind of funny. Uh, and uh, last, uh, last thing too, uh, not kind of funny. <laughs> uh, 90s. Hey, hey, I'll be the judge of that. It might be hilarious. All right, what's, what's the story? So, so, so after several years of this, the Epic Games versus Apple trial has finally is finally done. Uh, I the, find this hilarious. The, the 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 verdict hasn't come out yet. That's not till months from now, but presumably. But there there are like a bunch of stuff that happened. I put a link in the wait, show wait. notes. About, is this the one where Tim Apple? Tim Apple. Tim Apple. <laughs> is, the one, is the one where Tim Cook says he doesn't play video games? Uh, did he have to say that? Yeah, I think he said that. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, I don't play video games. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I believe that. The Verge has an article here. Nine things we learned from the Epic versus Apple trial. Like number one is Apple keeps iMessage closed in order to sell more iPhones. So they they have a natural reason document actually admitting to that. That's why you'll never see iMessage outside of iOS, which is mm. stupid. You know, there's a bunch of other stuff here, like yeah. uh, that also involves PlayStation, that also involves Xbox, that also yeah. involves Netflix. Like like the whole thing. Yeah. Really, like, like it's, like it's like a spider web of like different yeah. companies that are just dragged into this mess. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's like the entire U.S. economy in that in that, in that whole trial. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the it's link is like, the link is in the show notes. So we don't need to really talk about it too much here. It's just it's in the show notes. Uh, check it out. Check it out. It's an important it's an important trial that will probably affect us in the future, um, depending on what the results are. So yeah, it's good to know. All right, and that's what's up. All right, thanks for Who's listening. That? My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert 5 by 5 And my name is Ruthie. You can find me on Instagram at RuthieGrace13 and Ruthie's Cats. This is John Ming. You can find me on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. Music has been provided by the Y Axis. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else can be found on whowhatworsewhy.com as well as the show notes. Before we go, Ruthie. Uh, no, not Ruthie. John Ming. Yeah. <laughs> John you better not call Ruthie until the very end. Man. Come on, man. John Ming gets, uh, on, Ruthie now. gets the second episode. John yeah, Ming. This is... This isn't their first rodeo. Come on, It gives me a chance to actually think of of one. You should know what's going on by now, Albert. Come on, man. You know she's not ready for this. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
coming. Yeah. Recommendation. <laughs> we don't do this on video. My eyes literally just like lit up yeah. and got wide. I just exploded. It's like, wait <laughs> a minute. I forgot something again. <laughs> he just peed herself a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. She just freaked out. We only do this every week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my recommendation is we'll be actually tying together three things. One is the podcast from last week about, you know, things from our childhood that still kind of take with us today. Okay. And also ties to, it also ties together with uh, June 1st. So it's June 1st, uh, Pride Month. And it also ties up with the uh, Sandman casting announcement uh, uh, from last week. Netflix is making a show uh, on based on Sandman the comic book. Mm-hmm. And they announced the cast today. So mm-hmm. my whole thing is uh, read Sandman the comic oh, book. Yeah. You can yeah. find it on the DC Universe app, the entire run. It's uh, written by Neil Gaiman and mm-hmm. you know, and various artists. And the reason why I mentioned it is because what do you call it? My big, it's been twenty years since I think the story ended. And my biggest takeaway from the Sandman is not so much even the fantasy element of it, the writing, the plot, story of it. It's actually uh, it's about it's LGBTQ uh, message and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because when I first read it back in high school, late high school and stuff like that. We, I only knew about, you know, gay people. I knew, the only terms I knew were, like, gay and lesbian. I don't think I even knew bisexual. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I didn't mm-hmm. know any. I still barely know anybody that's, you know, LGBTQ and stuff like that. So when I read Sandman, it's sort of my first introduction into that community and stuff like that. And because of, of reading Sandman, I'm much more empathetic. I'm much more, uh, I'm very tolerant. Tolerance seems, like, wrong. I don't want to say allyship. That seems, that seems a little inflated. You know, but the thing is, the reason why I, I support the community the, the way I do today is because of Sandman, uh, the iconic work by uh, Neil Gaiman. And it's, and it's only through these last few years where I learned terms like, you know, queer, bi, uh, bisexual, uh, bisexual, transgender, you know what I mean? Spectrum, you know what I mean? All these uh, non-binary. These are all things that were actually in Sandman that I didn't knew that I didn't quite put together like what it meant and stuff like that. it's only through that work mm-hmm. that I actually s- started thinking about these these things so anyway Sandman by Neil Gaiman it's my recommendation it's a fantastic recommendation love that series of books yeah it's yeah. like it's iconic it's probably I was thinking about this as well I think it's the it's the most influential piece of art on my life in terms of, of what I just described you know uh, uh, sexual politics and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I can't think of another piece of art that, that influenced me as much. You know what I mean? Here we go. Simon. Yeah. Definitely read This was episode 445 of the Stuff from Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who, What, Worse, Why Network. <laughs>